Hey everyone, before we get into today's episode, I have two quick announcements. One is the Carscast hats are officially available at carscast.com. We're running a bit low on stock, so if you want to get in on it, go uh, head over there now. We talk about it a bit more in the episode. And two, I just want to give a quick thank you to all of our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast. The podcast is, of course, free to listen to. We appreciate it. We will always be doing it for free. But if you're looking for a great way to support us, the best way to do so is by going to patreon.com slash carscast, where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, monthly Zoom hangouts, and much, much more. We would really appreciate it, and uh, enjoy the episode. Carscast. Uh, My name is Jeff. I watch movies sometimes. And I'm Karsten. I also watch movies sometimes. You're listening to the Carscast movie cast. Hello. Welcome to the 82nd episode of the Carscast movie cast. That's the uh, 82nd is big. For, mm, probably. Yeah, I guess it's a bit it's a bit higher than 81st if you think about it. But <laughs> Um, Jeff, what is the liquid component of blood called? Wait, oh, sorry. <laughs> just went a little too crazy. Did you guess it? Hemoglobin? It is plasma. Ooh, yeah. I, I knew it was like one of the, plasma was like my other one. I forgot. I, you know, I'm not the doctor. Yeah. Neither are you. Neither am I. But as long really, as we have a doctor that does know that, then it's fine. Yeah, everything's good. Um, like, are you any good at science? Is that at all? How'd you do it in science um, in high school? So I have a degree in anthropology, but that's right. a that's a soft science. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a hard science. I don't. Yeah, like biology. I think I've mentioned this before, but I never. I took AP biology, mm-hmm. and I never opened the textbook. I just found the test bank for all the like the uh-huh. tests. So I just spent the, every morning of a test just memorizing all of that chapter's multiple choice questions. <laughs> so you're by not... using mnemonic devices. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, it's like, oh, this is a really short question. The answer is it's the shortest answer. It was like that kind of thing. Yeah. Right? And I, like most of the questions I didn't even read. I just memorized them all, and then I got an A, and then I somehow passed the AP Biology test and never even had to take it in college. Wow. That's nice. I, so I only I passed AP Spanish but I don't really? remember. Yeah, because I went to a Spanish immersion school. Have we talked about this? Did I? I don't think I knew that. No, my elementary school, from the first to the sixth grade, I was in a Spanish immersion school. Uh, muy but, bueno. Muy bueno. We. <laughs> oui. that, nope, that's French. That's French. <laughs> I r- remember no Spanish, which is, you know, that didn't, I guess it didn't pan out well. That's, but, that's uh, muy malo. Muy malo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, um, to anyone who isn't aware, uh, the hats are officially available to the public. Um, if you go to carscast.com, you can get yourself a Carscast hat. Jeff, I believe, is wearing one right now. Uh, I am. Hell yeah. What Um, if I was wearing just, like, some really offensive hat instead? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, like, actually, don't make me do this. Don't make me tilt. I'm like, What? It's like you have just yeah, never mind. Um, but yeah, thanks to everyone who's bought one already. Uh, we have, as of now, at the time of recording this, there are about ten or so left. Um, 
So. Yeah, and I want to make a quick announcement. I just want to say <laughs> to our European fans, I apologize. Oh. Uh, the amount that it cost to ship them was a lot more than I anticipated. Yeah. Um, so the first few I sent to Europe, we actually lost money on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't know this beforehand. I thought it would be like maximum. I thought it would be like twelve to fifteen to ship it to Europe. It yeah. was not. It is twenty four dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. Um. So that is why the shipping cost is twenty dollars. Yeah. We're super sorry about that. We just um, now to people in the U.S. This is working out perfectly. <laughs> the shipping cost is exactly what I thought it would be. Yeah. It's um, not too bad. So good, good job, everyone, on that front. Yeah. Just but uh, anyone who does not live in the U.S yeah sorry <laughs> you can still buy one it just yeah. will cost you 37 dollars. Mm -hmm. so that's that's the scoop on that we just wanted to establish or acknowledge it um i just want to be clear that i'm not price gouging you i'm no. it's not like i'm making 20 dollars of profit off this hat i did the math and for like most of them we are making just to be very transparent on the hats that i shipped to europe we are making about three dollars and fifty cents profit yeah so we're not like it's not this isn't good for any of us right unless you <laughs> get you a, hat, a hat yeah we're making it yeah we're you're gonna get a sick possible. hat out of the out of this yeah yes so uh carscast.com to get yourself a, <laughs> to get yourself a hat now if anyone ever wants to advertise i promise we're gonna make your company sound better than these hats <laughs> also we're well this was like kind of just a you know first round really um yeah we'll be making some more merch in the future and we promise we'll find a way to make this not as messy yeah i guess the yeah. rollout again for everyone in the u.s it's working great it's great yeah you're, people have what, already gotten their like, hats stamps.com this isn't good for any of us <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so that's that. Um, I'd also like to address something that happened in the last episode where I was talking about the, the colors and the numbers and like uh -huh. three is yellow. And um, so someone like a bunch, actually not just one person, like a few people were like, Karsten, that's synesthesia. And I'm aware of what that is. And I know people with it. I don't think that's what it is. I don't think I have full blown synesthesia. Um, but maybe I do. It's just been on my mind this week. <laughs> <laughs> i always thought it was a much more intense thing than what whatever i'm because i know people can like taste numbers like if someone brings up the number three they have like a taste for it and i don't know i mean that. i can taste numbers if i in terms of if i eat three m&ms i know there's three of them <laughs> <laughs> or like if you get the number nine at mcdonald's i can taste that yeah you know? <laughs> right but i'm not like i don't lick something and say you know what i'm getting four here yeah yeah, He's exactly. Some notes of four. Yeah, and I knew someone in high school where they had that, and I don't have that for the record. But maybe I don't know. I actually haven't done enough research to really be speaking on this, but I would like to say I just brought up McDonald's. Jeff, what's your McDonald's order? Okay, so this depends. Um, generally, the the just like classic go to is quarter pounder with cheese meal with ketchup and extra pickle only on the burger. I'm a big Ooh, pickle guy. That sounds really good. Which we established in, a, in our American pickle episode. Yep, big pickle guy. I can get around. I don't know if I said this in the pickle episode, but I do like pickles on burgers. 
those are good and chicken sandwiches mm-hmm. but any other any in any nice other crunch. way yeah unless it's like you go to a restaurant you know and sometimes they give you the big long pickle on the side i'm like what am i supposed mm-hmm. to do with that what do you want me no. to do here um are are you a mcrib guy never had the mcrib no oh it's gross yeah it's you bite into gross. it and look at the middle and it's like gray yeah and you're like i don't think anything is supposed to be gray no i'm too afraid to look into anything that i eat at mcdonald's i like no. the chicken nuggets i i was traumatized as a kid biting into one of those and yeah um what do you think would be like the lamest mcdonald's order if so if you're like oh, this is my like go-to i feel like it's the filet of fish yeah that's up there yeah i feel like that's just a weird thing to get at mcdonald's you're like you know what i trust mcdonald's to make fish properly honestly i do and i know this is like i'm not saying anything new here but i do not know what the logic is behind getting a salad from mcdonald's i don't know what like you're not i go somewhere else (laughs) i have a theory on that okay i think the salads are only for like parents of kids who want mcdonald's where they're like well i don't want to stop at another place i guess i'll just have a salad that would make more sense yeah yeah i that's my theory okay now here's the thing mcdonald's smoothies surprisingly adequate they're fine i i that's what that's what i'm saying i'm yeah, not saying yeah, they're yeah, good yeah, yeah. but like they're better than you sometimes think they I'll, if i go there i'll be like yeah mm-hmm. good enough i'm gonna say this and this might be controversial but the shakes at mcdonald's um terrible i hate that <laughs> the shake could it always seems like a good idea in the like before you order it but then you you tack that onto your meal and that's what kills you is the shake so this is gonna probably be con- not controversial mm-hmm. necessarily but i've never had a shake in my entire life what because i don't just the idea of it it seems like you either want a drink <laughs> or you want ice cream i don't you, whatever what the hell is a shake like what is that jeff oh my god why would you want that you know what i don't the consistency doesn't seem like something i would want i'm gonna make you i'm gonna here's a great gateway into shakes and it's like kind of a shake go to wendy's get a frosty that is like it's like one of the best things out there one of the best treats okay okay so i have had a frosty Uh uh-huh is that a shake i thought that was just an ice cream it's i mean i guess you're right what is a shake (laughs) A shake is definitely a lot more because a milk. There's a difference between a shake and a milkshake, and I hate milky shakes. Because, okay, so, okay. That sounds like something you get if you're like lactose intolerant. Yeah, <laughs> I got the milky shakes. Okay, for the record, I, as someone who worked at an ice cream shop, I knew the difference between like a shake and and like shakes or milkshakes is just you put more milk in them. That's even like shakes that That's aren't the called milkshakes yeah it's just like well because it's like a liquidy ice cream and but, and the milk but even, makes it good but regular shakes you still put milk into just less well that's what i, th- I think all shakes are pretty milky and they just milkshakes are just milkier milk shakes okay so we're talking about this i still don't understand what a shake <laughs> honestly is. i don't a shake let's just boil it, just it down like, in the it simplest just seems terms like an, it just seems like an ice cream that started to melt yeah, but like it's still cold and it's like it's like a drink, you know. You can substitute in most places the drink, the soda for the shake. And as someone who doesn't drink a soda, I I often do that. But at McDonald's, I regret it. If you like if What about the Shamrock if you shake? Ever, no. I don't I have no opinion on that. Let's just skip past that. McFlurry is overrated. Let's just get that out of the way. 
The Oreo McFlurry. Yeah, it's kind of like a slightly worse. Blue it's hilarious. Yeah, it's so overrated. It's like it's just, it's like vanilla ice cream. You don't taste. A anything. blizzard is like a worse whatever Culver's calls it a concrete. Yeah. No. Oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, Culver's finally got to Florida like a few years ago. Really? To be yeah. F- there's there's one that's maybe twenty minutes from my parents' house. Dude, yeah. I don't want to. I I don't like to overdo it with Culver's because it is good and it's. I like to keep it special. You know, because that used to be me with Chipotle. This is such a stupid rant, but like, mm-hmm. it's like it used to be so special and good. But then I went there too often, and now it's just like it's Chipotle. Did you go to the the one that was like attached to DePaul's Loop yeah. Campus? Yeah, I, I actually think we've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, I, I was about to say this sounds familiar now. Yeah, and I was recognized there three times, which is the most vulnerable place to be recognized, in my opinion. <clears throat> Especially because the line at that one is always, always like really long all the, to the door. <clears throat> and seating is always so like, then it, it, I hate, I just hate being watched when eating Chipotle. Cause it's like, you're, you're, mm-hmm. it's like a sport. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I don't get burritos there. Mm. Well, I don't eat there often, but when I do, I get a burrito bowl. Yeah. It's just like a normal meal. I've started getting the burrito bowl. It's just less embarrassing to eat that. Right, that's the thing is, I I don't get why people want burritos. Oh, there's... Like, you can still have the the burrito taste, just, you don't have to, it's the different method of eating. It's just the way that, like, a burrito, it's all nicely wrapped up in the, it's it's a variety in one bite, Um, whereas, and and it's all, it's tight. I think it's the, (laughs) it's the tightness of it, and it's wrapped around in, like, flour, Something about that is more is more appetizing like the, than just a the tightness thing is just you. Yeah, well, let's you know, there's a You're, way. I don't know if anyone else like. Why do you like a burrito? And someone's like, you know what? It's it's t- it's very tight. It's tight. <laughs> Not as in cool as in like it's really it's just tight. It's just wrapped but, tightly. No, but really, because like the burrito bowl, you got the lettuce just kind of like flimsy on the fork and yeah. I don't know if, if I'm <laughs> gonna you're gonna convert me to whatever this Basically, thought process is. Okay, to answer the question, my go-to McDonald's order is the number nine. <laughs> it is two cheeseburgers and a medium fry. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I haven't had the Travis Scott meal yet. I don't think it it looks kind of average, but it actually kind of looks good. So oh, maybe I'll give it a shot. Um, yeah. Well. I mean, now that we got that out of the way, uh, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Dolphin. this week's film? Yeah, Dolphin Tale. <laughs> Dolphin Tale, starring. Are you Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman and nobody else uh, that I know. To be honest, wait, you don't know anyone else? Uh, well, let me just double check. I Harry Connick Jr. You don't know? I didn't really recognize a lot of people. He's very famous. I bet he is. I just... he's like a singer as well, but he's 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 incredibly famous. Oh, I think I've seen his face around. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's like super famous. He's like pretty much everyone over the age of like 40 in America knows who he is. Oh, he was in like Harry Met Sally. Yeah, he's in all these films that I really just never either got around to yeah. or okay there's this one <laughs> never mind um yeah yeah no, i'm i'm not that great uh, with celebrities to be honest what about well i'm not well you're very good with celebrities who are young 
Not even. No, not at all. Like Lucas not Hedges. A- you know, how, no one knows who that is. People dude. on film Twitter think that's like a person that people know who that is. I know. No one knows who that but is. But dude, on the on the topic though, Lucas Hedges was at the premiere of his new movie. Dude looked crazy. And he, <laughs> anyways, he just like his hair. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. You're right though. Like Lucas Hedges, but, but not a celebrity. Harry Connick Jr. is is probably ten times as as famous as Lucas Hedges. Totally. Yeah. That's yeah. Also, Chris Christopherson's in this film. I mean, yeah, I, that, I forgot about Chris Christopherson. Um, yeah, who I mean, you only—he's famous because his name, probably. Mm-hmm. It's a really amazing name. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing, Chris Christopherson. I know we're we're there's a lot to talk about in this film. Well, yeah, there might be. <laughs> there, I mean, here, okay, this this film was filmed about 15 minutes from my parents' house that I'm in right now. Yep. Uh, I volunteered at the aquarium. It's not called the Clearwater Marine uh hospital that's not what it was called uh-huh. it's the clearwater marine aquarium they just pretended the name was something else uh that i mean obviously a lot of this film is a bit made up yeah but um there's there's so much wrong i mean this is like a very clearwater florida film which is where i was born and where my parents live 15 minutes from uh-huh. uh but just one of the first impressions of this mm-hmm. chris christopherson is not no one is like that here he's portrayed as like this old like folksy like saltwater guy that's not a real type of person it's just this like approximation of what people think somewhat like some old guy who lives in florida would be like okay that's literally not a type of person because here's the thing from an outsider's perspective i fully believed that and i think that's what's so yeah, crazy about that's this what film. I, I get that. That's what they were going for, yeah. but that's not a real per like no one I've ever met is like that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. There's some like old fisherman type guys, but they're not these guys who are like these grizzled. Yeah. Like I think Chris Christopherson is much closer to a guy who's like in deadliest catch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a retired lobster fisherman who's spent like years at sea in Alaska. He's not like a guy who just fishes on the beach in Florida. Yeah. Well, I have also okay. No, say what you're gonna say. I've, no, okay. I just, there's so many things yeah. wrong with this film, just <laughs> about Florida. So right in the beginning, when the dolphins like on the beach, mm-hmm. I was looking at this beach and like it's pretty rocky. But if you look, all the rocks are like evenly spaced because there's no rocks on the beach here. Some Someone production put all design those person just there? went and put a bunch of rocks like equally spaced out. That's so weird. I know it's so it's it's really strange. Yeah. Also, the CGI in the beginning for the dolphin looks so bad. Okay, I was gonna bring that up. It, I, it was so I think unnecessary, and a lot of work was clearly put into it. And yeah, I was just like, this is sad to watch. <laughs> it was really bad. Um, let me read the synopsis before we get too yeah, carried okay, away. Yeah, yeah. I for, yeah. Also, I'd like to. Okay, so this is a 2011 film directed by Charles Martin Smith, and fans of the channel might recognize that name. I did. I was like, where have I heard that before? And he, well, first of all, he was an actor in um, American Graffiti and The Outsiders, which, or not The out, the Untouchables. Um, so he was, he's like this child actor. You recognize his face from American Graffiti. And also he directed A Dog's Way Home, which was this terrible movie from 2018. I have a whole video on why the trailer was bad. I actually never saw the movie. The trailer is just, it's a aggressively terrible trailer um, about a dog running away movie. But anyways, he directed that, if you recognize the name. But he also did this. Um, 
And the synopsis reads, while swimming free in the ocean, a young dolphin gets caught in a trap and severely damages her tail. Though she is rescued and transported to Clearwater Marine Hospital, her tail cannot be saved, and the prognosis is dire. What the dolphin, now named Winter, needs is a miracle. She gets that miracle in the form of a marine biologist, Harry Connick Jr., a prosthetics designer, Morgan Freeman, and a devoted boy, Nathan Gamble, who find a way to help Winter swim again. So it's it's like one of those inspirational yeah. family animal movies. It, oh, 100%. And I will say that for a like kids movie, this was incredibly well written. Yeah. Honestly, okay. In, in terms of the, yeah, okay, yeah, you go. I know, I was just going to say like it's it it's simultaneously way better than you'd think it would be and just as bad. Like it's it's yeah. I wouldn't call this a good movie, but also like for what it could have been, this could have been like a joke, and yeah, it's not. It's just a oh no, they, movie. <laughs> it's a movie that right after stuff happens, you realize it's being emotionally manipulative. Uh-huh. But then you're like that, but that emotional manipulation works for about like a minute. Yeah, totally. So that's the thing is that they it's very good at doing that. Where there's so many ups and downs in this film. And, like, you're kind of with it, and then right as it happens, you're like, oh, that was actually kind of dumb. Yeah. But while it was happening, you're with it. Then looking back in retrospect, you're like, that was kind of trash. Right. And it's it's very transparent what the film is doing to you on purpose, like, with, you know, the way the score kind of, like, crescendos, right, at, like, all these peaks and, like, valleys of yeah. the film. And this film really, for a kid's film, just has so many ups and downs. Mm-hmm. A lot of ups and downs in the plot and it's like, it, yeah. in the dolphin's motions. And then, yeah, it's like a dolphin's it's, tail. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it could have been like the dolphin without the prosthetic tail, where it went side to side and did nothing. <laughs> but instead, it was like the dolphin's tail when it has the prosthetic, yeah. where it goes up and down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not like this, but like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I volunteered at that aquarium probably a year, maybe two years before this was filmed. Okay um and the dolphin at that time was already there it had the tail but it wore the tail like two hours a day <laughs> like it it wasn't like it a lot of the the stuff was fairly factual in this film right in terms of like the science of why they made the tail mm-hmm. was because they thought there would be like spinal issues yeah um and the dolphin was like fine going like the sideways thing uh-huh. uh but yeah, it was like a really small time aquarium. It's just before this winter thing blew up. Now, dude, if you go there now, it's like again fifteen minutes away. Um, you drive by it, and it's huge. They built on so many extra parts. I mean, I guess it's like in a way. I don't know how big of a hit of a film this was. Oh, this film was actually. A f- I don't remember what the box office yeah. it was, but it was a hit. I wonder like, if it was a pretty big movie. The aquarium is like a tourist attraction. Oh, it is hundred percent. Crazy! It's huge. It's a huge horse attraction now. Yeah, like massive. Well, there was a dolphin tail too. Which let me just say, yeah. like, what? Why is that on Netflix? And this is it. <laughs> fathom. I cannot fathom what dolphin tail two would be about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why did they? Like, need I haven't that? read the the what the the synopsis of that is, and I can't understand what you would add on to this film. Morgan Freeman is also in that one, for the record. Yeah, uh, and okay. For the record, the I was in the crowd scene at the end, of, like the big the big race. Uh-huh. And Morgan Freeman was not there. 
Now, you may, uh, keen viewers of this film might recognize the fact that he was in those scenes, uh-huh. but it was not him. It was a guy who looks exactly like him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they So Morgan Freeman has this body double who is, he looks so much like Morgan Freeman that he does all non-speaking roles. So if you notice, Morgan Freeman didn't talk at all in that whole last like outdoor scene. It's because it wasn't actually Morgan Freeman. It was just a guy to stand there in the like medium shots that look like him. That's crazy. I need to go back and rewatch it now. I'll probably put some stills in the yeah. video. I gotta stop saying this um, stuff out loud because then I won't do it. But <laughs> <laughs> all okay. Also, some of the scenes because I also I went visited like one of the sets because my dad knew like a guy who like helps run that aquarium. Uh-huh. Um, and one of the sets was like in a. Do you have any Steinmarts in anywhere? No. It's, it's a shop that's kind of like TJ Maxx. I bet I have, but I just don't recognize them. Um, yeah, but it was in a, an old Steinmart that was closed. <laughs> you just walk into the Steinmart, and there was like the Chris Christopherson's house set. <laughs> oh my god, that's so weird. It was just built in this old like TJ Maxx type store. I just the thing about this is not only was it like a hit, but just it was greenlit to begin with. I don't understand, honestly, like how this is that big of a hit of a story. And maybe I'm just like not into dolphins or whatever. Yeah, I think it's that kids love dolphins. Yeah. And it's like, because there is also this tie in of like, you know, people have lost limbs and it's like they can yeah. relate to the dolphin. It's like a very heartwarming type of film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, it's very funny, like just how. Again, they made very obvious choices with this script uh-huh. where they did this mirroring of the kid having no confidence and his like his cousin having yeah. all the confidence in him. That, like, it, like the roles were flipped and yep. it's like all this very obvious film stuff that works in kids' movies, which has no actual depth. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is for a kid's movie, it kind of works. It works, like, I could yeah. see why kids would love this movie. Mm-hmm. I also... I think there's nothing to take away from it as an adult that you're worried that, you know, but... yeah. Um, I also would like to acknowledge this. I can't believe I actually missed this earlier, but Charles Martin Smith also directed Airbud. So that's seriously. Yeah, so he's had a career, you know. He did Yeah. Okay, well that's a lot more. You know what? I changed my mind. This movie's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was an American graffiti sequel titled More American Graffiti. Uh <laughs> That is such a great... Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. This Okay, some general criticism about this movie is it's way too long. Like, and I guess it's like kind of like an epic, inspirational story for kids. But I don't know. You look like you're yeah. going to disagree with me. But I don't know. I, I just thought it was... I mean, it's long for a kids' movie, but but it's only like a, it's like an hour fifty. Exactly. I think it should be like <laughs> they should cut it. Okay, it should be like at ninety minutes, and it could be ninety minutes because so many plot points in this thing, spe- specifically like in the first half, I would say, are just dragged out to yeah. a point where it's just this kid kind of wandering from one place to another. Yeah, that's it true. Feels and like- I love how they also when he was crossing the bridge, like you, they're like our audience is dumb as hell. They're not going to know where he's going. So we got to have the signs pointing to the aquarium. <laughs> like we weren't going to make the mental connection that he's like on his bike and then he arrives at the aquarium. Oh, that bridge was to the aquarium. It's like, yeah. How dumb do they think I am? Yeah. Clearly very. Again, 
I feel bad. I, I like I can't like go in on this the way we do like what what's the most recent film we what did we just Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. Yeah, that or or even like Kazam. Cuz it's like this is so clearly like a very innocent, charming inspirational kids flick. Yeah. That I feel bad like being mean to, but at the same time it's just I I guess it's just not my kind of movie, and it's also just really, uh, it's very Floridian, I guess. I'll yeah, I know. For me, if this film I, I ask is more not from that. like my actual childhood In, home, yeah, yeah, also, yeah. I don't know if I would care. <laughs> so <laughs> you froze for a little bit of that, so I kind of like got yeah, bits you did and pieces, and I was like, okay, yeah yeah um but anyways i just i want to read this the most recent review for this on letterbox is uh this movie is about as fun as the aquarium it's based off of um is that true like is it can you speak a bit more on the aquarium (laughs) um so okay so my experience working there uh uh, is at first i was helping run children's like summer camps and we would do like these boat tours where we, we would take a boat with a bunch of kids to like this kind of like sandbar and they would just walk around on the sandbar for a while and then there were also these tours that you would give to adults and pretty much you would just drive around on this boat in the intercoastal and then point out hulk hogan's house you'd be like hey that's hulk hogan's house <laughs> it's like a really underwhelming hollywood tour <laughs> yeah there it is the hulk hulkamaniacs look over there that's where the brother lives um but then after that someone who worked there this woman who was like in charge was kind of creepy and then she got like mad at me for something and then made me she assigned me to have to work in the gift shop for the rest of the summer (laughs) so i just spent the rest of the summer working there folding clothes yeah with like this table that folds the clothes where you're like man i okay so another thing as i i feel like if anyone listening didn't know you were technically an extra in this as well yes. as your your brother um right and your brother is seen in the trailer he's also seen in the film in the film can you yeah. confirm now that you've seen the film if you're in the film i am in the film you okay because i I'm, couldn't so see I'm in you. a couple different <laughs> spots now one you can only kind of see my head like semi-obscured and that's and that's because i didn't want to be there oh so my parents made me go because my whole family was there uh, and then in one scene, you see my brother. He's like in a prime location. Yeah. You see his whole his whole deal. Yep. Um, and then in the like further diagonally back to the right, like from like if you're watching the screen, I'm like back up to the right. Yeah. Um, you see my dad stand up, and then he I'm sitting down still, and you're, everyone's supposed to get up and start clapping. And then my my dad turns to me and starts. He's like getting mad that I'm not standing up because you're supposed to stand up, and he goes like. <laughs> He's, like, telling me to stand up, like, waving his arms at me. That's in the film. Oh, my God. Okay, I have so to rewatch. Like the, 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 yeah, it's pretty funny. It's in, like, the minute, like, 37. Or hour 37, I mean. Okay. Like, one hour and 37 minutes. If you rewatch, like, the next minute of that. Yeah. I was keeping my eyes peeled. Um, yeah. And then I'm also a little further near the end when the kids are, like, on the dock. <laughs> There's, like, a wide shot where you see a lot of people. Because I'm, like, in the first row of that. Oh, um but yeah you don't you don't really make out my face that much but my brother you can really make out in one of the shots oh yeah i could tell like clearly in the trailer i was like that's yeah wow that's so funny 
Um, and the fact that you just never went to see the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I've ever seen it. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't really... This is just basically like an educational video, too, at certain parts. It feels like it's kind just of. kind of for the kids that were really into science, which I guess is like topical because you're just talking about yeah. science. But I mean... <laughs> Yeah, dude, this this kid in this film went to Mildred Helms. I don't... Which is an elementary school <laughs> near near my house. Uh, I didn't go to Mildred Helms because I'm not a loser. That just sounded like a roast that, like, a very specific yeah. <laughs> group of people could get. Actually, <laughs> dude, actually, the, Helms. the kid couldn't have gone to my elementary school because um, my elementary school is now a... It's a historic site that's literally just a museum because it's so old it might my elementary school was like a hundred something years old so it's, it's literally just like a building that's empty that has like one small museum in it because it's so old that's so <laughs> which makes me feel really old yeah you're <laughs> that my elementary school is a museum now jesus christ yeah i i don't know this did not make me want to visit clearwater for the record no offense uh but, here's uh... The, uh, the thing they didn't touch on is that the about five minutes from that aquarium is the um world headquarters for scientology <laughs> oh <laughs> maybe that's so in dolphin Tom Cruise has been there i'm sure yeah <laughs> yeah yeah dolphin tail to the scientologists in, in invade the marine hospital <laughs> okay. they're, they're doing they, they give winter a stress test <laughs> did i tell you i went to i uh did I tell you I went to a Scientology building once? Like I feel like you did tell me that. And then we were like, we probably shouldn't include this. But I don't see what's so controversial about it. I just like, me and my friends, we were curious. So we went there and like took a test because they have like those personality tests. Yeah. And it got very dangerous very fast because they were like. Yeah, you don't want to go in there. No, I get, we gave them all like fake names and everything, but it was like insanely sketchy i walked in and like immediately like four people came up like bright smiles like confronting us like hey like what are you here for and like we were like oh yeah we just wanted to take the test yeah yeah clearwater like right near this is is literally the world headquarters damn of Scientology. um so yeah that clearwater honestly clearwater beach is like a fun party like beach uh-huh. but then if you cross the bridge where this aquarium is literally halfway across the bridge um but if you cross the bridge all the way into clear water it's kind of crappy yeah maybe i'll visit you sometime and we can yeah, do clear water beaches is, is is fine though yeah yeah you should you should come to florida we could do a, a little florida cast in we yeah we could do like a, a we could do a pre-made video package yeah you know well we'll do a thing where we go to different florida sites and record there and that could be fun yeah talk about and then we, the... we could say campgrounds right right that'd be fun <laughs> um <laughs> Well, yeah, the, the, okay, I guess I don't have that much else to, uh, say about the movie. Like, it's, as far as the quality goes, it's just not that interesting. Yeah, now. For me. Yeah, I, again, for someone who's not from here, I don't see why, unless you were a young child, why you would like this film. Yeah, totally. I didn't like this film as much as I, a bunch of stuff, so, like, in the beginning, you know, they're swimming, and the person's like, the long center? That's a real place, and my sister used to swim there all the time. Really? So that, it, like, in the first couple minutes, you know, that, like, indoor swimming center. 
Oh. Yeah, I've been there been there all the time because okay. it's like, again, right near my house. And um, my sister used to swim there. Um, I used to play outside in like the playground. And once I was, I tried to run up the slide for some reason because I was like four years old and I smashed my face on the slide because I slipped. So yeah, there's that. Nothing but great memories. I also would like to say as a swimmer that their form was ass. The swimmers oh, it looked bad. in this movie. They were just flailing they're doing what you're not supposed yeah. to do which is just moving as fast as you can it's about the flow right it's it's i know it's like you're supposed to like reach out yeah it's a rhythm like, it's, it's like it's like a reach and like scoop yeah i okay i had this little technique honestly maybe this isn't even a good technique but i would do like a limp stroke when i was in high school where it's like you, you go like a little bit more on one side and it's really fast and it conserves a lot of energy it's a fantastic thing uh, it's called a limp stroke. Well, it just—it's it, just because it looks like you're limping, and I just that, okay. It, that but that phrase sounds like you actually had a stroke, and that's why oh, you're limping. Oh, that's why. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. I was saying stroke, like swim stroke. But yeah, you're limping the. And the thing is, I got it because our fastest swimmer when I was in seventh grade did it. Um, not sure if he did it on purpose, but he was really fast with it, so I just kind of imitated it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and ended up being really fast and then you broke so, all the records yeah broke all well i i never touched on this but all the records i broke two records i think when i was on the team they immediately mm-hmm. got broken the next year uh so i had one year mm-hmm. of being on the board but anyways. wait did, were they were you still at the school when they were broken no no okay so that's good at least you got to like leave it would have yeah. been embarrassing if you were still on the swim team as a senior mm-hmm. and someone else breaks your record I'm like, oh, like, oh come on yeah now, okay, I have a couple more points on this film. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of more Florida-specific things. Hey, go ahead. Uh, well, actually, one, actually, the the military depiction in this film, not that bad. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, because for kids' films, they usually like, glorify the military. Yeah. And this, it was kind of like, you know, giving, it was like the cousin had the like this promising future that the military was offering him that was actually like false yeah where he's like oh yeah the military's gonna pay and then i'm gonna be able to train in swimming and go to the olympics and then actually that was all bullshit yeah honestly you'd expect some more of like the the glorification from a movie like this right and it really didn't yeah it was like literally all you saw was a va hospital with a bunch of amputees yeah huh so interesting well, hey good for good for yeah i mean that's good that it's not glorifying the military yeah Um, fair enough um okay here's the thing there was a tropical storm that hit that was like caused a bunch of damage mm -hmm. in this film that's not how tropical storms work first of all tropical storms are under the strength of a hurricane Mm -hmm. you get like no damage from a tropical storm um they don't do anything dude um yeah it's very little damage you don't their whole like inside and outside of the aquarium were full of like debris that doesn't happen in a tropical <laughs> storm you don't need like a hundred people to clean up a parking lot because like every tree in the world's blown on top of the parking yeah lot. um so that's weird also you don't prepare for it right as it's happening you know it's coming for days <laughs> like they were like oh crap it's starting to get real windy time to tie everything down like those people if that's when how they prepare they should not be in charge of an aquarium <laughs> Like, oh, the time to save all the animals right as the storm's hitting. Yeah. Like, what were they doing the three days before that? <laughs> right. I, I'm i learning a lot about Florida in this yeah, episode, and, to like, be honest. Again, tropical storm. 
you don't need to cower in a corner of your house with your mom. <laughs> like it's you're fine, dude. I always Tropical assumed storm. they were like on the same level as like a tornado and shit. No, tornadoes right? are way more powerful. Okay. The thing about hurricanes is that they're huge, right? Tornadoes are very small. Yeah. And hurricanes can be like half the size of the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is that tor- hurricanes are not nearly as frightening because unless it's like a category four or five, they're not going to be like powerful enough to blow a house down mm-hmm. if it's like a well-made house. Um, and also, yeah, you know they're coming. Yeah. Huh. Like I've had to evacuate a few times right. growing up. Damn. But yeah, it's not the same as a tornado at all yeah so that was like completely unrealistic <laughs> um okay also the teacher in this film was getting shit on so much and literally his only thing he said was hey that'd be kind of messed up if you're already signed up for summer school and i let you not come to summer school and just pretend that you going to an aquarium every day is the same and the mom is like what <laughs> How are you gonna? How? And I feel like he was being completely reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like was that is not that. fair. How? First of all, how does he even know that the kid's going? He has no way of monitoring that. The yeah. mom could just be lying. Totally. I did not like the mom that much. I'm not gonna lie. No, the mom was annoying. Yeah. Also, no, I didn't understand why they didn't explore it. The mom and Harry Connick Jr. like hooking up. Not like in the film, but I mean like oh. the 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 you know I don't mean like actually on screen, of course, yeah. it's a kids movie. <laughs> but I mean like it. Fe- I felt like that's the direction they were going because they're like, oh, my dad's single, your mom's yeah. single. Yeah, I w- it's very weird tonally in that. Like way. it felt like that's where they were gonna go, and they just did not at all. Yeah, there's just especially because the weird interaction that they had at the beginning, where it was like a really short interaction with like the mom and Harry Connick Jr. talking to each other, right? And then she and then she said, "Got a scoot." <laughs> So, so that's honestly probably why Harry Connick Jr. wasn't interested. <laughs> what, Who talks like that? What I'm realizing is like so much of this movie feels like it's from the eyes of a kid where it's like yeah. things are either over exaggerated or just not at all how they actually are. But not like in the way like a kid's movie usually is. It's just very it's just weird, I guess. Yeah. And also movie. how the kid kept saving the day like this kid is some yeah. genius. <laughs> He's like, actually, the tail's not the problem. It's the sock. <laughs> Somehow I know that because I'm the dolphin whisperer. I loved the one time when he came home um, and the mom is just like smelling him up. And she's like, have you been fishing? <laughs> like, why are you so mad about that? Was that? The, yeah, honestly, that was like the best joke in the whole film. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, yeah. what do you like? What would? What do you feel about it? I guess, um, like it's not bad. No. I don't have. I don't feel like ever watching it again. No, I'm never gonna watch it again. I definitely won't be checking out Dolphin Tale too. You, you will be. I won't. No. <laughs> Hold on. Is this a love story? Because okay, the Dolphin Tale poster is the kid with the dolphin in the water, which is weird yeah. in itself. But the Dolphin Tale two one is there's two dolphins kissing now. Um, um yeah i don't know what that is that's weird out yeah <laughs> oh someone wait oh i thought it said the kid passed away but years have passed anyways um it's like damn uh what are you feeling for a rating 
I for a rating, I would say I don't know. The thing is, it's like not bad. Yeah. I was feeling. It I think too. if I was a kid, if I was like eleven years old, I would probably be like four stars. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not, so I'm gonna say two and a half. Okay. Yeah, that's that seems like the right. I if I okay, and I think part of that is because I'm from here, so I'm just like looking out for all these things I know. If you were a parent, like, would you take your kid to this? Like, I would take my kid to this. Absolutely, yeah. because it's also again, as we observed as adults the way the script is it's like engaging enough of a film right as an adult like it's very shallow in that right after it happens you don't like think about it ever again uh-huh. but as it's happening it like does the stuff you want it to do to your brain totally yeah um i'd also just like to acknowledge that this was my second time seeing this i've talked about this a few times i saw this on a date in seventh eighth grade and it's a bad date movie i don't <laughs> It's a terrible date movie. Eighth grade is the exact time when you just stop giving a shit about movies like this. And so yeah. I don't know what and to be clear, the first date movie we went to was Contagion. So we jumped from that to this. And uh, Yeah. That's a I don't know weird what the choices were back then. Why were you doing that? I don't know. <laughs> I was just desperate to go on dates and I was like, ah, Dolphin Tales playing at eight, if you wanna see that. <laughs> I mean, if I was going to be mean, I would go look up what other films were in theaters at the same time. Yeah. And then see what better options you could have. But I won't do that to you. But I'm no. sure there were reasonable options. 2011 was not a bad year for movies. No. There was probably. Yeah. Tons of. T- well. Ah, eh, not really. Anyways. Um... <laughs> uh, okay. So we confirmed. Best 2011 date movie? Best Dolphin Tale. Dolphin Tale. <laughs> Uh, literally the others were shame directed by steve mcqueen which is a not a i don't know actually know if that's a good date movie or not i've heard it's very sexual uh and contagion and yeah um anyways oh my god yeah not good date movie moneyball moneyball would have been good moving on um yeah i'd give this like a 11 a.m uh, uh yeah i mean that's, that's a little early. honestly that's not bad yeah i would say like maybe 1 p.m yeah yeah 1 p.m like midday um it, it, honestly it's a very easy watch because they don't ask a lot of you right it's pretty much the exact opposite film from what we watched last week which was <laughs> i said i forgot when you said what we watched last week i said guns akimbo that was not that was, not, that no. was two weeks ago <laughs> it was in the mood for love this was like polar opposites i would say yeah um yeah because again that film asks so much of you and this film asks literally nothing of you they don't it doesn't even ask you to make the mental connection of where he's biking to <laughs> It says on screen where he's biking to as he's doing it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what do they think I was going to do? Like, where's he going? (laughs) Is he leaving town? Where is he going to, is he going to bike into the ocean? (laughs) Where does this bridge go? Um, well, that does it for Dolphin Tail, I would say. Um, I think it's a, it's a nice play on words with the title. I will say Dolphin Tail. Or dolphin oh, yeah, no, tail T A. I mean that's what the movie had to have been called. Yeah. Yeah. Um cool. Well, we'll get into some questions here. Yeah. Uh, um I have one quick anecdote that I from a couple weeks ago that I want to clarify. Go ahead. That makes it that I remembered that makes it even funnier. <laughs> so do you remember I told you the story about how in my middle school math textbook I had a dog that pooped in one of the pages. Yeah. 
and then I returned the book. <laughs> yeah. And um, so two years later, my brother is two years younger than me, went to the same middle school. Uh, his friend says to my brother, hey, your brother had my book. No. Um, <laughs> and then my brother goes, my dog pooped in that book. <laughs> and the guy goes, like his friend goes, what? And my brother opens the pages and then it's just this brown like stained page. That is so bad. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, like best case scenario for someone who knew the person who Cuz like imagine not having any idea and just opening a yeah. brown page. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Um, cool. I feel like we timed this so that like the beginning of this episode, we were talking about foods and shakes and maybe someone went to go get something to eat. And by now yeah. they like have the food and they just started eating it. And then you brought up that. <laughs> yeah. And like, ah, yeah. I mean, better than your pool story. Better than the pool. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> I would take, let's just, let, let's not expand on this. Um, We'll get into some questions. These come from the subreddit. And by the way, uh, it, it didn't, we have none this week, but for future reference, uh, $15 patrons in the Patreon will get their questions answered in these normal episodes. Uh, but for now, these come from the subreddit. And this first one comes from uh, Do Ex Machina, or Mac Machia. And it is, on a different note, are you guys into shoes? Slash, do you have any favorite shoes brands slash styles um so we answered this probably about a year ago we did okay yeah well I'll care to share again i um, i picked this one yeah because i coincidentally just got new shoes and wanted to show them off but okay so that's yeah that's, so that's, that that's right <laughs> um yeah because i have like the nike it's like the very lightweight ones uh-huh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah um you have nice shoes i like, I like those yeah, those are, yeah, because I got ones that are, I had ones for a long time that were, like, bright orange, and then I'm, like, these are a little too much for me right now, right. so I got one, I, like, customized them online, because Nike has, like, a custom thing, yep. so mine are, like, all gray, That's like, every part of them is gray, <laughs> and then, but, like, the actual, like, outside of them is, like, kind of speckled gray, but then mm -hmm. the rest of it's just, like, matte gray. Yeah. Interesting. Matte gray sounds like a character name, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah. oh my god i think that we i'm not joking i think this is exactly how this conversation went last time no i i don't think so i would have i think that because i because i think that we then i think i we said something about 50 shades of gray i would have remembered matt gray unless i just glossed over it but i think i'm not joking i think that last time we talked about shoes this is exactly how this went oh that's so embarrassing <laughs> I feel like an old man, and we just keep repeating the same stories. <laughs> um, it's like, well, if you missed it last time, I'm going to say the same thing again this week. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, okay, let's see your shoes, though. That's going to be that's more exciting. Okay, so I got myself two shoes for my birthday. I treated myself because I needed new shoes. I haven't gotten some new pairs in a while. So one, I went pretty basic, normal. I got these. Oh, are you wearing them right yeah, now? Well, okay. So I, okay. So I got these New Balances. And they're just yeah. typical. You anybody that knows me who follows me knows I'm a big New Balance guy. And yeah, and those are I like that color 
scheme. Thank you. It's like yeah. The yeah. Something, that, that's probably the one I would have picked as well. Something kind of like casual. Um, yeah. And the second one, bear with me for just a second. You're gonna lose your mind. Um, second ones we got are these Nike Gore-Texes. Um, okay. You know what? I'm in. These are. They look very yellow, but they're more like a, a kind of highlighter yellow in person. And are they similar to like uh, maybe like a little bit more yellow than a tennis ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less green than a tennis ball, but in that ballpark. Um, but yeah, I'm in. I like them. I'm I'm a big fan. I've never owned a pair of uh, Air Force Ones, and I've wanted one since I was in like I've wanted a pair since I was in like seventh grade, but never bit the bullet. So these are my first pair, and they're so comfortable. I do recommend them, and they look really good. Um, I'm happy. Yeah. So these are my. Yeah. I mean, the way you went all out on answering this, I I now totally see that this picking this question was a ploy to do well, this. Like you were prepared before the podcast. So the thing is, it's like I I just got these yesterday, and I have to quarantine because I was traveling. I, I, so no one can see them. Yeah. So I've been like so excited about them, but they haven't left this room. So I was like, podcast. Someone asked about shoes. Perfect. So these are nice. my new shoes. I mean, honestly, those are those are worth showing off. Thank you. Yeah, fair. I haven't had like a bold pair of shoes in a while, so yeah. Like I wouldn't call myself a sneakerhead, but when I do buy a new pair of sneakers, I pay attention. You know. <laughs> I think that people in Europe are gonna be like, "What the hell is a sneaker?" <laughs> I think <laughs> that's that like not? an American. Oh my god, that's just an American thing. Because there, I remember I took the New York Times quiz um, of like trying to. It tries to locate where you're from based on how, what you call things. Really? Sneaker um, yeah, is one and of even them? Sne- Sneaker, I, I have heard that a lot, but that's... Shoes like that are more often called, like, tennis shoes. In yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Sneaker is, like, the number two phrase, but some places in the U.S. don't, like, call them tennis shoes or sneakers. Right. They call them, like, other things. Damn. So it's, like, that quiz gives you, like, this whole list of things. <laughs> and so it's, like, what do you call a group of people? And it's, like, you guys, y'all, you all... Yeah, it's like it's like this whole list of things, and it like locates where you're from based on what you call them. Just like how people in Wisconsin call water fountains bubblers. That's so weird to me. Yeah, yeah. I want to take that quiz now. That'd be fun to. It's it's a fun quiz. I took it a few days ago actually, and I it actually did locate as one of the like, the cities as St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh my god. And and you know what the big like giveaway on that was because it also tells you like for each question where like the hot the heat map of like who calls it that is. Uh-huh um and it's because it's like the big cat indigenous to florida or in no indigenous to the united states and it's uh-huh. like what do you call that and it's like cougar you know jaguar all these things but in florida we call it a panther because we have a florida <laughs> panther as like it's an animal that lives here yeah um and florida is the only place in the u.s that calls it a panther damn that's so weird hmm i feel like florida is just so separate from the u.s to be honest like you guys are in your own because like there, <laughs> there's the South and then there's Florida. You know what I mean? Yeah, Florida is not the South. Yeah, Florida it's just Florida. is Florida. Um, yeah, kind of like Texas. Texas, I wouldn't consider like the South. It's just Texas. Um, cool. Well, uh, I yeah, I'm, I just pulled this thing up, but I'm gonna take it later. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, do you? I say you guys a lot. That's the only one I'll. I'll touch yeah, I on say that. you guys as okay. well um anyways this next one comes from inferior 
Dizzy Design one, and it is uh, which Shrek is the best. Um, so I've seen all the Shreks. I don't know if you've seen all of them. Right. Um, I have at various points, not recently. Yeah. But I think I know what you're gonna say. Yep. Because I, I think the consensus by people who would contemplate this is that Shrek Two is the best. It is. Yes, it's the best one. Right. But I, it's honestly pretty tied between that and one. Yeah, I would say Shrek One just because of the soundtrack. Yeah, like Shrek One is more than most movies a very good like time machine into that era, like both as far as it like the humor and the animation style, the music, like it's such a and it's not like mm-hmm. a cheesy kind of dated look into early two thousands. It's like a a really fun like this is just how it is you know yeah and i really love it it's also just such a ridiculous premise i can't believe shrek has four movies five i think yeah yeah i and the yeah who even who knows? even knows and a puss in maybe they just made some directed dvds yeah do, do anyone still make directed dvd movies they don't because that no one buys dvds it's just directed to like streaming yeah now. yeah now it's just kind of put it on amazon because i remember there were so many direct the dvd films and they were all bad they were all usually like sequels to movies that didn't need sequels like right in season two yeah yeah um anyway (laughs) you know what i forgot we talked about open season once on this podcast that is it was i remember i I was in athens oh my god (laughs) that's cool that you can associate movies with countries you where you were like there (laughs) Um, I I would hope that my brain doesn't associate open season open with, season with Greece. <laughs> it's like yeah, here you have uh, the Acropolis, yeah, and that reminds me of that cow in open season. <laughs> um, I have a one that's just for you. Uh, this last one it is Jordan. It's from Jordan AU twenty, and it is Jeff. What dorm did you stay in at UCF? Okay, wow, this is, I was in, so, okay, so I was in Tower 3, which we have, there was this one thing called the Towers that was right next to, there was two towers kind of on, there were, the towers were kind of like on, there was four total, uh-huh. but there were, they were on each side of the basketball arena. Okay. Um, and then, like, right further back was the football field. Um, and they were fairly new when I lived there. They were only, like, maybe five years old yeah uh, they were pretty nice like i had my own room it was four people shared like a common area and kitchen yeah and then there were two bathrooms and then there was four rooms so i had my own individual room nice that's um cool. but here was the mistake i made i was in the honors tower because i was in the honors college hey um should not have done that <laughs> those kids were weird man i mean no, i get nothing against like because they were doing their thing, yeah. but it was just, like, Honor- not my vibe. Right, it right. It was, like, constant games of, like, Dungeons & Dragons being played in, like, the lobby. Okay. And I'm like, that's just a weird place to do that. Okay. like, you're showing off that you're playing that. Yeah. Like, that just feels like a weird, like, fine, yeah, totally play that. I've never played it, but I know a lot of people, like, enjoy that. Yeah. But it just seems like a weird thing to do out in the open. Totally. Yeah, because it's, like, a private thing. And so much about yeah. D&D is the atmosphere you can't get that right that's what i that's what i assumed it felt like they were like just i don't know why they were doing the open then there was this one kid who wore a beret all the time and he always every time i would walk in he would try to fist bump me 
every time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And then also for some reason they housed the basketball team there. So sometimes I would try to leave out the side door and a couple times, not on purpose, but there was they had this Polish seven foot four guy. <laughs> and I would open the door and he would be there and I would like jump back a little bit and I would feel bad. <laughs> because I wasn't expecting to open the door to a seven foot four guy. Right. It was a weird It's place a really weird a mix of people, yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. Cool. Well I hope that, that answers that. Um Yeah. That does it for questions. Um, oh, also, one of my brother's coworkers lived in the same tower I lived in, but like a f- one floor different at the same time I lived there that he learned later. That's weird. And then one of my sisters, people she went to like graduate school with, also lived in that tower. Damn. Like on the same floor. It's a lot of weird. Weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> also, just odd that like maybe I'm alone in this, but like living in a tower or like calling them towers at least yeah it was yeah it was just like seven foot tall apartment building is really what it was yeah um but calling it a tower sounds cool yeah cool well uh so yeah that answers that question in far too much depth (laughs) um i guess we'll get into the wrap-up uh we'll start this time with announcing the next movie uh this is the next movie is going to be country bears uh, or the Country Bears. It's on Disney Plus. I'm really excited about it. I'm not gonna lie. It, yeah, I've never seen it. It looks. I have seen it, but don't remember it. So um, it'll be a fun one. Um, it's on Disney Plus. Also, forget if I already said that. But uh, next, we'd like to read a review. Uh, we do. I have recently confirmed this. Like leaving reviews, giving us five stars. It does help. Apparently. That's good because yeah. we've been asking people to do that for like a year, a year and, and a half. half. Yeah, yeah. So definitely leave reviews. Uh, we we read them on the podcast if you didn't know. And uh, this one comes from uh, Lilbo Nine. I can't actually tell if there's an L in there or not, but it reads uh, or the subject line is weird obsession with creature dot dot dot. It won't let me expand. And five stars, and it reads uh, mantids and ostriches. Am I right? Uh, but in all seriousness, this is a great podcast. Jeff and Carson are really genuine people, and their banter makes it enjoyable and not film broish. Keep it, keep it up, guys. You're amazing. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about Jeff's no, thank you. dorm room more. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, how film broish is that? Yeah. Um, and lastly, we'd like to thank the patrons. Um, if you'd like to get in on the fun, go to patreon.com slash carscast, where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q and A's, shout outs at the end of every episode and monthly zoom hangouts. They're a ton of fun. Uh, yeah. So without any further ado, unless you're about to say something, this list is getting pretty long, which is where we are happy about that. And we thank all of you, but it also is getting really funny to have to listen to you read all the names. <laughs> yep. So without any further ado thank you allison grace annabelle falk bex blake root boat brandon you brock schultz uh cameron mason mccurdy camilla drew jackson eden everything i said this episode has just been one long patreon name fozzy bear grant gow hannah e holly edwards iron tusk 93 isabel iva jacob colness john van hout joshua krizwicki josie eiler katie t kevin turner kiana Liqui, live rob lucian vicina Luke Vineyard, 
Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Marilee Borslow, Michael Decker, Moses Ox, Monroe Page, Pablo Patel, Parks, Ready Steady, Ernie, Robert Burke, Sam Farr, Sophia Arieta, Super Cali, Fragilistic, Expialidocious, Smitty Warbin, Jagerman, Jensen, Taylor Hardy, Teal Bacon, Ten Billion, Toad Pimp, Vegard Strom, Vera S, Yulky Sasquatch, and uh, Yusef A. Thank you, everybody. First time I've ever read through Super Cali Fragilistic without expanding the name. I have memorized it. So. Yeah, pretty you, good. Yeah, that, you're getting pretty good yeah, at that. It's always when so we get a that new means we name. Have to add more names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta get get more names in there. Um, cool. Thanks, everybody. We really appreciate it. Um, Jeff. Yep. You- and I want to say that uh, the patrons were the ones who started being able to receive the hats earlier. So I know that some of them have already received yep. them. Like we got a picture from. Oh yeah, John Looking Van Great, great. Uh, Charlie XCX Wall Art. Yeah, looks good. So thanks everybody. Um, Jeff, do you have anything else to say? Uh, catch you on the flip side. Kit, catch you on the flip side. Flip Wait. Side. Wait. Where? Where is it? Wait. Oh, you have. Uh... Cars.